Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Uncle Salem Speaks, the podcast where I talk about basically pretty much anything, but that's going to cover a lot of horror because horror is what I think about a lot of the time. Um, even right now, in April, in the middle of a pandemic, I was thinking about my touchstone horror movie, what I consider to be my touchstone, touchstone horror movie. Meaning the one that really got me, uh, you know, kind of fascinated, not obsessed, fascinated with horror. Okay, a little obsessed. Um, so really there's two, but I consider them kind of different because, well, the first one was the first movie that I ever saw that would probably be considered a horror movie in any way is Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. And I watched that with my dad, and I was pretty young, so I was a little bit like, oh, okay, this is a little a little spooky, but I look over at him, and he was winking and smiling and laughing, you know. And, and I laughed at all the funny parts, but I was a little disturbed by, especially the Wolfman. I mean, actually, they all kind of bugged me, but the Wolfman, <laughs> the Wolfman got under my skin a little bit. And in retrospect, the transformation scene in Edmund Castell meet Frankenstein isn't really all that scary. But when I was a kid, yep. Uh, so anyway, I watched that. And then a couple years later, we moved out to Gaines in Michigan, which is a little bit away from Swartz Creek and Flint. And we lived on a farm out there for, I don't know, six, seven months. It was weird going from Flint City Boy to Gaines where we had cows and chickens and <laughs> a garden, big garden. Uh, but yeah, so one night everyone else went to bed and I stayed up and I, and I had the TV on and I was getting channel 50 in really well, which is kind of, it was kind of rare. Channel 50 is a station based out of Detroit. So it was kind of rare. I remember when I was younger, I used to watch The Ghoul a little bit with my dad. But I don't remember the movies The Ghoul showed. I just remember The Ghoul acting silly and being funny. Dropping bowling balls in toilets and whatnot. Blowing up stuffed frogs. But, so, on this night, they announced, uh, well, the late movie was going to be The Wolfman. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember The Wolfman. A couple years ago, I watched Abbott Costello meet Frankenstein. Wolfman was in there. I think I can handle this. So I'm sitting there on the couch, watching the Wolfman by myself. Two in the morning. Strange city. Huge house. And it was kind of cavernous. The living room wasn't full like it would have been at our old house. So, the first transformation hits. Bam. I'm behind the couch. And I watched the rest of that movie from behind the couch. I'm sticking my eyes over the, over the edge, the top. And just watching the Wolfman, watching Lon Chaney Jr. and Bela. Um, but I finished it, and I and I felt like, uh, in a way, I kind of conquered something, which is funny. But I remember that feeling, and I was probably a little bit older than a lot of uh, uh, diehard horror fans. At this time, I was probably a little bit older than when most of these, most of my ilk, got their start so to speak um, so I watched it all went to bed woke up the next day 
just completely from then on all I cared about Universal Monsters for the next year or so my uncle brought me a big stack of famous monsters magazines and that was it I poured over them I read them over and over and over and over and over some of them didn't even have covers you know just a big stack 30 of them maybe so fast forward a few years well actually no one about a year later we watched my mother rented <laughs> at our urging a bunch of us kids uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street so yes we watched A Nightmare on Elm Street with my poor mother although she kind of deserved it because she tried to scare the crap out of us but that's a whole other podcast actually that's a great idea for a podcast I should I should really do that I'm going to put all the stuff together all the times that she scared the crap out of us kids that'll take a good two hour podcast it'll be like broken up in eight parts so she kind of deserves this uh, Nightmare on Elm Street deal. <laughs> so we watched it with her. We loved it. But I didn't love it in the way that I loved the Wolfman. Because I was scared of it. So the Wolfman I, was the first time where I realized, oh, there's someone under here. Under the makeup. And it's an actor. And he's playing this part. And that, that really fascinated me. I'm like... I wanted to do that. So, Nightmare on Elm Street, I just wanted to run from it. I, I didn't want to have nightmares about Freddy, which I did. So I really enjoyed it and I had a blast watching it. And once again, I felt like I conquered something. And even though my mom had to make us all wait upstairs in the hallway while she used the bathroom, I would say I super enjoyed it. And it was probably the first modern horror movie that I watched. But, Sometime later, a couple of years later, I was staying at a friend's house and um, all of us went to a Baptist school and I was staying the weekend there and they would, they put me, they added me to their little mom and pop video store account, which was just like a couple blocks down the road. So I would go down there and rent stuff. I, um, uh, they would go to church or something and I would just go down there and rent stuff for like 50 cents. I remember I rented Madonna's Virgin Tour VHS tape for 50 cents. I watched it all day. So this one Sunday, they all went to church and uh, I decided, well, I'm going to go down there and rent a movie. I, it, it's funny because I didn't go to church even though it was the same church that I went to school at. I was like, hell no. I am not going to school on Sunday. I don't care what you call it. That's school. So, and I wasn't too thrilled about going there anyways, but that's a whole, again, another podcast, which actually I sort of wrote a book about called Evil World Outside. It's a fictional book, but it has a lot of truths in it. So anyways, they went off to church. I went to the video store and lo and behold, I saw Freddy staring back at me from a nice one of those old VHS cases you know Freddy's Revenge A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 Freddy's Revenge plopped down my 50 cents took it home I watched it in the middle of the day like I said it was church hour time I loved it this time I loved it in the oh wow Freddy is also 
like the Wolfman, Robert Englund is playing this character of Freddy, but yeah, it still got to me. It scared the crap out of me. It scared me so bad that when it was over, I ran it back to the video store so I wouldn't be alone with the tape in the house. But that was the one. That was the one that got me fascinated by horror movies and trying to watch everything. You know, I really, Fright Night was one of the next ones I watched and I just got into all kinds of them. I watched Monster Squad and Fright Night. I rented them one summer. My mom rented them for me. Gosh, I want to say 10 or 12 times each. And I would just keep them for a couple days and watch them over and over and over back to back. So it all came down to Friday's Revenge, really. Um, and it was a lot about it. It wasn't just Freddy. It was Jesse as well, because I could relate to Jesse. I could relate to Jesse because Freddy was a bully. Freddy was the ultimate bully. And Jesse was just like this teen kid, kind of goofy, off kilter, but kind of cool too, you know. And I wanted to be kind of like that. I love the, the, this, the, one of the funnier scenes, obviously, is the one where he's cleaning his room and dancing and the girl walks in on him. Dude, that was totally me. I mean, I related to that. A hundred percent. Always being a goof and girls catching me at it. I don't know. <laughs> but I really could relate to Jesse. So, fast forward again. A lot of years later, I'm doing my magazine, Halloween Machine. And I thought, you know, it would be really fun to interview Mark Patton, the actor who played Jesse. Because he was the star of my, you know, Touchstone horror movie. Um, and I sent him a message on Facebook. I didn't know if he'd answer it, but I figured it's worth a try. He answered it right away. And he said, yeah, send questions in my email. I'll answer them for you. So I got to do an interview with him for Halloween machine. It went really well. It was really fun. Um, and, uh, in the course of telling him that it was coming out in the next month or two, as I had it published, he invited me to Horror Hound to record a little segment for his documentary about uh, Freddy's Revenge, uh, which is called Scream Queen, My Nightmare on Elm Street. And it's, it's really cool. I'm jumping ahead a little. Um, so I read that out loud to my wife. Um, Mark Patton just invited me to go record a segment at Horror Hound. Now, I'm in Michigan. Horror Hound was in Indiana that year. And my wife said, uh, she, she booked it. She booked the hotel right then while I was sitting there reading. She said, all right, the hotel's booked. I was like, what are you for real? You know? So, so that's the kind of support I get from her, which is incredible. So we went to horror hound. We met Robert England on day one. Cause that was, had to do that right away to get it out of the way. So I could sleep that night. <laughs> And then the next day we went and we talked to Mark Patton and they filmed a little segment with me, which not much of it made it into the documentary, but Hey, I made it into the documentary and, and it's really cool. I love that. I, I got a little credit at the end of it and it's, I'm just really proud of that. And it's, I'm, and I'm honored more so I'm honored to have been a part of it, especially for a movie that I hold so dear 
And actually, I even wrote about before that previously in my 25 Underrated Horror Films book. One of the movies I wrote about was Freddy's Revenge. Because I people used to take a crap on that movie all the time. And I always thought, no, that's a really fun movie. I get the corn and the flaws, the 80s stuff, you know. I, I get it all, you know. Um, of course, the, the homosexual subtext was always there. It never bothered me at all. Matter of fact, I think it's kind of cool. So, and also Freddy... That's my favorite segment of Freddy in any Freddy movie is um, the pool scene. I just love it. It's just so odd looking. Freddy's out there running around all the kids and stretches his arms out. You're all my children now. So that's my favorite Freddy segment. So yeah, that's kind of my story of uh, what got me fascinated with horror. If you listen to it, thanks a lot. If you didn't, you didn't hear this part. But I'll be back in a couple days with another podcast and we'll figure out something else to yap out about. And uh, until then, guys, take care and be safe. Thanks.